Check Me Out is a production of Panhandle PBS and Amarillo College's FM 90 and is recorded at AC's Washington Street campus. We were coming back and, you know, on I-40, they set up like little, you know, searches for things. And I guess my gray Honda Odyssey looked a little dubious or something. So we got pulled over because I was going the speed limit. And we get pulled over and the, the police officers shining the light in our car. And, and there's Vivian, our, you know, our um, statesman of the group, holding a thing of brownies. And she's like, they're just brownies. <laughs> And we were all just so rattled by getting pulled over because we were just talking away in the van and, and we all had like leftover potluck things and we're like, oh my goodness. It's just potluck. <laughs> yeah, it's potluck. It's a book club group. I, know, I think we really threw that officer. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Welcome to Check Me Out, a podcast for book lovers. I'm Amy Hart. Today we are going to be talking about book clubs, and we're going to talk about uh, a specific book club that has been going for a long time. We're going to get some tips. We're going to get some tricks on how to make it last. And uh, we're just going to talk about good books that you've read through the book club. So uh, we have three guests today. Let's start right over here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. My name is Suzanne Nair. I'm a sixth grade a special ed English teacher at Bowie sixth grade campus. And I have, I cannot remember a time in my life where I did not read books. I feel like I've read books my entire life. I'm Karen Welch. I'm a producer here at Panhandle PBS, which is uh, associated with FM90 and the podcast. And I also can't remember a time I didn't read. I know I checked out tons of books from the library and would read half of them before I even got home in the car. I'm Molly Davis, and I am self-employed with uh, marketing and advertising. And I also am a yoga instructor. And I'm a grandmother. (laughs) That's very important to me. Yes. And as far as books go, I really, um, I did read as a child, and then I lost it. And then for some reason, I fell in love with a man who works for a book publisher. So I, and I have many friends that love books, and they have uh, instilled in me the love of books. Okay, so we're going to talk about your book club. So let's start talking about how it got formed. Uh, When was that? Who wants to start? Well, it it began with a woman named Marty Primo. Uh, She's not living here anymore, but she was the one who decided that um, she had random people in her life that needed to be together reading books. And uh, we we started out with that. We have um, gone since 2000, did we decide? Yeah, 2000. And we've had some people in and out of the book club, but the same core group has been here uh, most of those years. How many people are in your book club? We try to keep it around 12. I think that seems to work out best. And uh, um, as Karen said, some people come, some people go, but there is a core group that remains for pretty much most of the 20 years. Mm -hmm. Well, and the interesting thing is we stay in touch with uh, our email that goes out saying what books we're reading and things goes out to uh, the, the people who've already been in our club. So wherever they are, they know what we're reading. And sometimes we'll hear back from them that they've read it too, or, or those sorts of things. Right. I was looking through this list and I think we've gone through or we have in and out 21 or 22 people mm-hmm. over the 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so how often do you meet? Once a month. 
once a month. And that mm-hmm. has been true since 20 years ago. Yes. And yes. do you, where do you meet? Uh, each other's houses. Okay. Just uh, most of the time. Can't think of it except yeah. for the last last month. We really haven't gone outside homes. Mm-mm. No, it's uh, one person hosts and they come up with the main meal and we all bring a, you know, another oh. something to go with the meal. Yeah. So it's always a good potluck. Yeah, yeah. it's potluck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really and truly, this group talks about books. <laughs> we do. We do. We can't wait. We always have. Right. Yeah. We may stray from a subject, but suddenly we'll be like, and that's like it was in the book. And right. we'll be right back there again. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, definitely. So it seems like a group that just meshes well together. And you do you always get along? Uh, for the most part, yes. I've been in book clubs before where you'd have that one person who sort of dominated the discussion and everybody would just sit and listen while that person lectured. And that is not true for this book club. We really work well together and talk well together. And sometimes we look at the back, the discussion questions in the back of the book, but mostly we just talk about the book and how it relates to our life or what we were feeling or thinking when we read the book. And I think the way the book club started with Marty starting it, she was a lifestyle editor, right, Mm -hmm. or lifestyle Uh, writer. Writer. And there were other writers in the group. So I think there was a respect for the word, so to speak, the craft of the word. Right. I think there is definitely that. Um, A lot of times we'll read, you know, sentences in the book or passages in the book that we, that resonated with us, but usually sometimes we read them for the information but a lot of times we read them for the the lyrical uh, sentence the lyrical value of the words put together yeah we're a tough group <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we're reading books that aren't even assigned and i just keep thinking oh my gosh this would be such a great discussion with this group of women because mm-hmm. we all come from different places we all are different ages we're not we range from probably the 30s to 70s and it's just this great mesh of women and we've been through so many phases of everybody's lives. Yes, right. babies born and parents dying. Right. Mm-hmm. How old were your kids when you started? Um, I had Suzanne? a uh, infant at the time. I had, no, he was one years old. And but now? we've had had babies born, and now I have one who's an adult off in the world, and two who are in college. We've watched these kids grow up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we've been through all kinds of. You know, moments in life like the death of parents. We've been through cancer, uh, cancer uh, on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, we yeah. babies we, being born. Babies How many being have, born. Yeah. I know grandbabies being right. born. But and even the babies, babies coming to book club. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> they're indoctrinated right into book club as it starts. You are going to read kids and nursing mothers, and yeah, yeah, we've we've had the whole range. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's always great. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, you think every month, how how well could you get to know each other? But we slide right back into real closeness mm-hmm. every time when we get there. It's just, it's a space that is safe for everybody and and really appreciated. Mm-hmm. And as far as discourse, I think that there is a respect there that mm-hmm. we all kind of we hold this space for each other. Right. And yeah. even if there is disagreement, we come back together. It's, it's a very safe place, kind of shrug. a very warm place. <laughs> yeah.
the million dollar question. Uh huh. How do you pick a book for a book club? <laughs> and does that just rotate? Do you pick spe- like based on a genre or type of book? I mean, how does that happen? We, yeah, I, I mean, know. it's it's we do not have like uh, the strict rule of who hosts no. uh, has to pick the book or who you know. We just bring our suggestions, really. Right, right. And everybody talks about them and goes, "Oh, that sounds good," or "Let's do that." Sometimes we'll pick the next couple of months because we hear uh, two or three good suggestions. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and the other thing is, is we don't just read one kind of oh, a no. book. No. We, we read uh, fiction. We read nonfiction. You know, we've read memoirs. There's all kinds of things that we can draw out of our list of books, which we keep track of. Right. So do you get a offended or like hurt if your baby doesn't get chosen if you're if you bring one and you're like I think this would be really cool and then everybody's like I mean does it kind of hurt your feelings or do you just say well it's I'm going to read it and enjoy it by myself and it doesn't really matter yeah Yeah, that's it that's Mm -hmm. it I'll read it and enjoy it by myself and Mm -hmm. tell everybody how wonderful it was (laughs) right (laughs) exactly or or, you just keep plugging away if it's a book that you think will have a good discussion you'll bring it up another month Mm -hmm. and say hey I think this is what and most of the times we usually will read those if somebody's mm-hmm. really passionate about a book they in bring. fact i think that happened with educated right uh-huh. everybody kind of poo-pooed it at yeah first. educated yeah. was yeah e- i don't know mm-hmm. yeah and then and then we loved it it yes. was one of our favorite books of yeah. this year yeah. i have that in my stack yeah oh, oh, no. so good. oh, oh yes. good that's it's, good to hear yeah really it's stack. changing to me it mm-hmm. was because to see how that the world that that is created in that book Mm -hmm. is so alien to me Mm -hmm. so but i do think to everybody's point it is so loosely run Mm -hmm. it really Uh is it is and i think it's because we're all kind of renegades Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we know each other well enough to say okay we look to molly to organize us but when she's not there that month it keeps going we we (laughs) We somebody else steps up and so is there is there a leader quote unquote i mean do you have somebody that you consider the leader not really. No. no. We, Molly kind of de facto keeps us organized, but yeah. I, she's not the discussion leader. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. we, it, but it can start with anybody. Usually we'll talk after dinner and and we'll be just chatting and then somebody will say, well, let's talk about the book. Yes. And mm-hmm. it, every time it's probably somebody different. Mm-hmm. And, and so does she keep you like whose house we're going to? I mean, do you have a person that kind of directs that part of it no we're free for volunteers oh, really? yeah yeah where are we going to meet next month oh, wow. so really my responsibility that i've taken on over the years is i love to write the recap mm-hmm. i love to write the <laughs> recap because it's never boring yeah. oh my goodness the things we we talk well, about sometimes what the recap yeah, yeah is. tell us what that is well, the recap is what was discussed at the dinner table. What we ate. What we hate. <laughs> what's politically going on with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we, how we feel about that? So it's like taking minutes. That's for exactly a group. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Except the and quotes I are hilarious. Yeah, oh. yeah. The quotes are hilarious. <laughs> I bet Karen has some good quotes. We have some good quotes around here from oh, Karen, yes, too. So. <laughs> Sometimes. Is it all women in your group? Yes. Yes. Okay. What if a husband or a guy wanted to join? 
Hmm. Would you they would want to? No, I don't <laughs> think no. they would. No, no. Our We're husbands too. usually disappear to the back of the house. Or There's a lot of estrogen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when my kids were little, my husband, when I'd host book club, and I host about once a year, my husband would take the kids to Chuck E. Cheese and just like clear out of the house yeah. because it was just I too was going to say, do they stick around or do they typically see it as a free night to go Some you know, hide hang out with the buddies or in the know. basement? Yeah, my, yeah. Husband, Raylan, my husband hides out in the basement sometimes. Sometimes he leaves, or really, I plan it a lot of times when he's out of town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he does kind of. He's joined in a few times just he because he works for a book publisher. Yeah. And, and pretty much, have, kids and grandkids are the ones who visit. And, and yeah. Barbara's <laughs> husband will take our annual picture right. at Christmas time. Right. So sometimes we do see a little male yeah. <laughs> there, but not often. And then they. Yeah. Rush back out. Like, yeah. no, I'm done. Same <laughs> with the kids. They come in and they're like caught deer caught in the headlights and they look at, at this group of women and they scurry off to their rooms. And yeah. So Christmas time oh. makes us think of one thing we always do at Christmas is read poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a busy time. And and so poetry seems to fit what we can get done. But there's a real reason for it. And that's because one of our uh faithful members mm-hmm. Ruth long-term members long-term member uh, <laughs> one year in in like November we decided we were we were going to read skipping Christmas but she didn't hear it right so when we got to December's book club she thought we were skipping Christmas and mind you she is loyal like, yes yeah she has notes she, every she has and never she probably not has read the, the book. best attendance of anybody oh, and she, she does, didn't yeah. know what we were talking Gold about star. and it threw her off for that <laughs> yeah she she thought we were skipping Christmas yeah <laughs> yeah so now because we skip Christmas we started doing the poetry reading instead and that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. meetings every year yeah, it is a lot of fun. And because m- many of us aren't poetry readers, we'd like go for that safe poet like Billy Collins, but now we're branching out. You can see us like moving towards other poets. And Ruth also started, she came up oh, with yeah. the lyrics for Book Club Bells because that was a name we threw around there for a while, the bells. And so we have a singing of Book Club Bells every year because of <laughs> it's Ruth. It's to the tune of Jingle Bells. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and she brings little... Uh, Little bells little for little us jingle to bell. jingle oh. while we sing it. So. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know Can if you I sing it. Do you know the words? We don't have the lyrics. Oh. She always brings she the always lyrics. Brings she has lyrics. these yeah. handwritten <laughs> lyric sheets she brings every, every year. Yes. And I bet it's been, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A yeah, line of it? it Do you have a line that? of it? Like a book August. club bells, book club bells. Book club Eve. Oh, that's right. Isn't it? Book club Eve, book club Eve. Oh, I wish I had. Ruth it. would be embarrassed. I know. <laughs> we don't know. We're so codependent. And also at Christmas we do the uh, the gift exchange where you know you put the number in, and but we all bring a book related book. And a lot of times that's where we get our titles yes. because people are like, oh, I've been wanting to read this book, and so then that becomes our January title or our February title because we get some great book club titles from the book the exchange at Christmas time. There's cool. a lot of. Uh, um, feeling that goes on during <laughs> I bet. I bet. But it's also been book related gifts like somebody got a nightshirt one mm-hmm. time and yeah and had some you know, book bags books and, on it. Yeah. Yeah. You cool. do a, a special thing at Christmas because like you said you're busy and you know so you do poetry which is a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Is there any other time of the year that you do something different? 
uh, summer gets kind of slow. Yeah, you know, so sometimes we skip serious. July yeah. or something like that because people travel and, yeah. When we read Anna Karenina, we took two months to do that, <laughs> which we were all grateful for because it was like right. 800 pages. Mm-hmm. So. so so, you'll make exceptions. So if you're going to yeah. break out a really large book, then you mm-hmm. I'll just kind of say, I'm going to need more time. You know, are there fast and slow readers in the group? Are there people that struggle to make the month deadline? Yes. Well, some people listen to the audio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, some people read on electronic books. Some people get the book from the library. We just all manage to... I think most people get it. Most, most of the people books get read. it. Read, We're yeah. pretty good about yeah. reading the book. We're not just a show up and escape the family and drink a glass of wine book club. We not actually talk about the books, and mm-hmm. we so for the most part, everybody reads the books. Mm-hmm. Well, and we talk about authors, and ooh, you know, this person that we just read has a new one out, or this, you know. So mm-hmm. we we also talk about book news. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was thinking. Do you remember the year that? Um, the author came to my house and we were able to ask her questions my husband working for a book publisher i guess she was in town for something when hastings was still around right Right. and she came to our house we had read the book and we got to ask we had q a do you remember who it was Oh, man. <laughs> to look through your list? We, yeah, through her list. husband had gotten titles, us titles. reader's copies every once in a while. Maybe once a year he'll get us a reader's copy of some exciting book coming out. So we're we're a little ahead of the curve on sometimes. Also, I would love to just mention to our listeners that you brought several <laughs> sheets of paper. What What are on these sheets of paper? Well, I've kept track of the titles that we've read over the, well, starting in 2004, and I need to update it. I think I'm a little bit behind, but... Uh, Since then, when? Since 2004? Uh, yeah, I started it in 2004. Wow. So we've got four unaccounted four years. But right. you've kept it since then. I have. Right. And so accounted for. That makes us sound mystery- mysterious. Yeah. yeah. What were you Karenina. talking about in those early days? <laughs> Anna Karenina. I read that on a treadmill. Yeah, I think that was in the 2002, <laughs> yeah. 2003 yeah, years. Yeah, it was early. So the so have you calculated how many you've actually read as a group? I didn't. And that's what I was wondering. But I mean, what if you, you do think? 12 times... 20 years. I do about 10 right? a year. Yeah. I think yeah. about yeah. 10 a year. Yeah, but it's more year. like 10 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of books. That's y'all. A lot that is of a books. lot of books. Because you have these sheets of paper, is there a certain genre that you guys do more than others? No, well, I think we react to some things that are going on in the world. Mm-hmm. I know that after 9 11, um, we read The Faith Club, which mm-hmm. is about someone who is Muslim, somebody who is Jewish, and somebody who is Christian in America, in New York City, trying to, to understand each other and learn about each other's faiths and not and not turn away from each other's faiths, but get together. So that was, uh, and then we started reading after that, um, a lot of like The Kite Runner, reading Lolita in Tehran, mm-hmm. uh, the bookseller of Kabul, because we were trying, I think, to reach out and understand the culture of the Middle East. So we did a lot of that. And there was one year, and I can't remember the year, but we read a lot of World War II books. Yes, and it was we like did. World wow. War II. It was, they were fictional, but they, one was set in France, one was set in Germany, one was set in Belgium. I mean, it was World War II. And after, like the like, reader. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after five or six of those, we were like, okay, maybe <laughs> we can move off of World can, War II. Yeah. But there was a spate of those over? books. Yes. <laughs> so you'll, you'll go through phases as a group, mm-hmm. which is really cool that you – you know, people aren't like, not another World War II book. No, but there were so many good ones out that year. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, and then 
the one time that we read uh, like the help and some of those things mm-hmm. um, we can get on a historical bent with mm-hmm. you know devil in the white city Rah, and some of those one of the favorites oh, yes yeah Your book ideas do you expect certain members to have certain types that they're going to bring like i i'm probably going to bring a true crime book that's probably what's going to happen mm-hmm. but do you expect certain people to do certain things sometimes yeah, yeah. A pretty yeah. eclectic taste though i do but i i'm saying uh like mj oh uh, that's who i thought of non-fiction. immediately she loves nonfiction. Right. she wants us to read about current <laughs> events and what's going on in our world today so yeah that i immediately thought of her too. which i appreciate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know is she the reason we read the the year that changed everything? The women. Oh, I don't think so. That, that was Raylan. Raylan got it for okay, us. Yeah. Okay. I remember I Vivian yeah, having, really talking about her time. Yeah, yes. you right. explain that. But that book was wonderful. Having uh, a book rep, uh, yeah. book rep connections has helped us through too. We should thank Raylan for yes. all of the free books over the years <laughs> and hachette books thank you hachette, hachette. yes <laughs> thank you yeah and they're always good suggestions yeah but talk about the the women who changed everything uh this was a it just looked at um sort of second wave the feminist movement and i'm sorry to my daughter megan who did her ib uh, papers on the second wave feminist movement if i mess any of this up but it was this wonderful book just talking about the what happened in the the you know feminism up to the 50s, 60s, 70s. And so we have a member, Vivian, who distinctly remembers that era, working in that era, what it was like to live in that era. And so she just kept us enthralled listening to her stories. And so every time I think of that book, ooh, I'm getting chills right now, I think of Vivian telling us about her experiences. So it's just been wonderful to uh, have a firsthand viewpoint I love that you do have this age range. Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool. It is interesting to think, though, that when the 30-year-olds, you know, because I'm assuming they're newer to the group, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, they were probably in their teens whenever you started it. Or, right. Yeah, right, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I love that you have that, that you have somebody that can come in with a different perspective mm-hmm. and, and different ages and... And we love it. Oh, we do too, yes. Oh, some stories that Ruth and Barbara can tell about the 60s. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... That's that's gold right there. Yes, right. <laughs> and then to see Cynthia's eyes uh-huh. when they're yeah. telling the story. Yeah. It's like, what? And right. Cynthia's uh, one of our young She's like, really? That, mm-hmm. You did yeah. that? Or, you know, those sorts of things. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Do you, I know this is going to be a really tough question because you've been in for a long time. I mean, we're talking 20 years worth of book reading. And so it's going to be tough to pick most memorable books over that course. So I'm sure you're going to have several, mm-hmm. but what are what are some of the most memorable books that you have from this club? Molly? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, the Kite Runner came to mind for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I think it was after 9-11 and it just yeah. really affected us to, to, to begin to know more about conditions of the country, even if it was in, mm-hmm. uh, in the culture, even if it was in fiction. 
And I remember our discussion on prayer for Owen Meany oh. and two reasons. One, that was one of my favorite books. Um, yes, me that, too. And so I got I got to reread it again, which I usually don't reread books. And to reread it and to be able to discuss it with this group just made it so much better. And also that night we were at Marty's house and the storm was coming in. And we're like, oh, something's happening outside. And so we go to look at the TV and everybody's like, we're out of here because this big <laughs> hailstorm was coming in. And so we ended up discussing it a little bit the next month, too, because we felt like it was cut short. So uh, I think that book really sticks out in my brain. And I remember uh, that night. Yes. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> For me, the Poisonwood Bible was one. Oh, yes. Um, Barbara Kingsolver. I mean, I'm a I'm a writer and and just the she can bring in five it's written in the perspective of five different characters and every chapter is from one of their perspectives and uh, she can she could channel those people that she was creating well enough to write each of their voices so that you didn't have to look at the chapter title to see to know who was speaking mm-hmm. it, it was amazing it was a runner-up for the the nobel and i kind of think it should have won <laughs> What is let's not go to the dogs oh, tonight. Yeah. Oh yes. Wow. Alexandria Fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was some good discussion. It's set so, in Africa. A memoir. Uh-huh. Yeah. A memoir. Well, we even read the next one. Uh what was it? Uh-huh. Uh, I think I wrote it down. Cocktail Hour Under the Tree of Forgetfulness. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good writer. I liked her. And we don't really visit authors again. Mm-hmm. So is that sort of unusual for mm-hmm. us to read another book by the same author? But every once in a while, we will. I was going to say, it'd probably be some length of time in between mm-hmm. the right. same author. Right. Because yeah. it's in a while before they put out another book. So, And we will talk about, often, did you see so-and-so as another one out? But we probably don't read it and repeat as right. much. Until we hear about There's so many authors so. out there. Yeah, right. So much to choose <laughs> so from. So many books. No time. <laughs> what about... Your least favorite that you've Ooh. read. Mm, wow, we all got quiet. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Let me look at the list. I know there's because I know there's been books where I get halfway through and I'm like, no, eh. yeah. I'm, I, is I'm, there are there any that you haven't finished? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I, on purpose. It happens to all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think because you know life gets in the way. Well, not even that, but because you weren't really into it. Or do you really try to make a valiant effort to to do it so you can be a part of the discussion and and then just say, eh, it wasn't really for me? I don't. I don't finish it. I finish them, but um, a lot of times I'm not quite finished with the book, several meetings, but I'll get in a pattern of that and then I'll get back to really making sure every page and word is read. Mm-hmm. I won't finish a book that I'm not enjoying because I have a stack on my mm-hmm. nightstand. So yeah. I just feel like life's too short to read a book. That, that I have a but friend I'll give just it. like that. The DNFers. Yes. That's what, you know. But I'll give it like finish, yeah. three chapters or so. I'll try. Okay. And, and I won't just give up after the first chapter. So I'll stick with it. And then we spend part of the night trying to convince her she should have read it all. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I need to go back and look at that. It got better. Yeah. But that's very rare that I give up on a book. I usually kind of right. stick it out. How many books are on your nightstand right now? Oh, there's probably about 12 because I just visited my mom. I got back from visiting my mom. My mom's been active in a book club for probably close to 20 years. And so whenever I go visit her, she always gives me a stack of books. So. Oh. Yeah, come by it honestly. And when my daughter comes home here in a couple of days, she'll get a stack of books for a big reading <laughs> nice. family. Yeah. 
Yeah, Molly? I have about 12 on mine as yeah. well. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I went to Burrowing Owl and they have the outlet store and they were closing it and it was like, you can buy this many books and it's like $5. I was like, oh no. So yeah, I'm sure my husband was not very happy to see this giant stack of books come home, but it's okay. And then, and I didn't spend a lot on them. It's all right. And then being a sixth grade teacher, I read a lot of young readers books. And so half the books that I've read this summer are young reader books, so I can recommend them to my students. My book clubs are systematically weighing down my house. It will sink someday. <laughs> oh, ours too. The thought of moving. Oh, oh I, boxing I just up all moved. those books. I just moved, and I mm. tell you, I've filled up. I've filled up so many books. There's a bookcase in every room in the house. Maybe not the kitchen, but every other room. I don't know. And, and what what prompts you to buy a book? Like, why not just go to the library? Because what? I'm trying to do this right now where I'm like, question. do I yeah. really need to buy this and own it? Because there's a library where I can just go borrow it for a few days. You're so right. But what doesn't prompt me to buy a I book? I know. Because the yeah. first thing I do is go, I'm going to Barnes & Noble. And instead of me saying, I'm going to the library, like I probably should. Right. You know, the past few years, I've started going to the library a too. lot, yeah. and I love the hunt. Mm-hmm. I love the, oh, I'm going to put this on hold. I love the smell of the library. I go to every single library. There isn't a library that I don't visit, because they're, they're kind of different here in Amarillo. Some have different selections, so mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, each one has its own personality almost, so I love the different libraries. And I have to say, my nephew is having a baby, and he and his wife are having a baby, and uh, uh, that's that's what I got for the baby shower. I got books because I was in there. I got to see their house and I was like, "Ooh, there's a lot of empty bookshelves here. So this baby needs books. That so happens, that's what I get. Yeah, that happens in our house, in our family, too. The first thing the kid gets is a book. Mm-hmm. I was in Dallas this weekend seeing um, my one of my sets of grandkids and my daughter-in-law came in. She had run some errands and she came in and she had this huge sack from the library. Oh. I mean, full. And I was so excited to see the kids run over and go, oh, look. Like it was. I know. It's know, like Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And whenever you go to the library in the summertime with kids, I yeah. mean, it is just like, it's like opening presents. I had some students in here last week and we were talking about maybe doing something on the podcast with them and you know we're talking junior high and early high school level and we had talked Hillary and I like okay maybe we should like ask them what books they're reading and then I panicked the day before they got here and I was like they're not going to want to talk about this so we'll talk about music because I'm worried that they're going to say I don't read and we got in here and I said, okay, um, I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to talk about books or do you want to talk about music? And every group said they wanted to talk about books. And I was shocked because I really thought we were at this age or this level of social media and people are too busy doing that, that they aren't reading anymore. And every one of those teenagers, with the exception of maybe one or two, were like, I want to talk about books. Like they yeah. love them. So it was very encouraging and like, oh, we're not all hope is lost because I feel like we're not reading as much as we always did. Um, but I'm glad you guys have a book club where you're still doing that actively and, you know, taking that time to do that for yourself. Very much so. My husband and I unplugged about two years ago. We don't have any TV. And it's amazing how... My mouth just shot up. I was like, what? I know. <laughs> what? I know. Because we got tired of paying the price of the 
cable or whatever, the dish net, whatever, and realizing there was really nothing that we want, we were missing. Although I got to say, I miss conversations a lot when, <laughs> especially at book club, they'll be talking about something that was, oh, did you see that on Netflix? I'm like, oh, I'm out of it. But Molly gives us the best recommendations now. <laughs> she has an aunt who's a librarian and she'll pass on her recommendations. And so every once in a while, I'll just get a text from Molly with a cover of book and it will be like, you have to read this. And I will immediately go to the library and look for that book. Because I'm like, if Molly says it's a good book, I'm getting this book. And so you'll recommend based on what you know that they like. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. And Suzanne and I have been friends for a long time before the book club. Oh, right. 30 years or yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, well, we both worked at Western Merchandisers. Mm-hmm. And so we have this, uh, I guess, kindred spirit about the types of books we like. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always have. Our look of love at each other. Uh, <laughs> but we're not allowed to sit next to each other. No, at not club. at book club because we get a little too frisky. But I, so. think, I think that was the foundation, though, of our book club, that everybody was friends with one or two people. Mm-hmm. And and then we all just kind of embraced each other because, you know, if you if there's somebody you know and love, I'll know and love them. Right. So that's, right. they're it's a yeah. great group. We haven't had many a, misfires at all in our book no, club. No. Just maybe one or so. maybe one. Yeah. It's a group of strong women. Too. Yes. And yes. you With cannot, strong opinions. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You have to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Does it ever get heated yes. when you're talking oh, about yeah. this? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Yes, it does. Very much so. Oh, now I'm intrigued. I'm like, well, where's we have, my invite? Okay. <laughs> our uh, MJ is from the Northeast, and she has a very... Manhattan. She, yes, and she tells it like it is. And at first, that was a little startling, but now we're like, oh, that's MJ. But she'll say things that are hilarious. I think she's probably one of the most quoted uh, book club <laughs> members. And so, but you just have to be like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's MJ. So, But we all love her right. so much. We yeah. text this girl, whoa, she just said that? Yeah. She had uh, kind well, of now taken we're a... Saying it. Yeah. <laughs> she had taken a step back for a couple of years and then she came back to the book club and so it's just been refreshing to have her back in it yeah yeah oh everybody who's been in the book club that's moved away or whatever we we welcome them back if, mm-hmm. they, can, if yeah, they can come definitely most so definitely we, there's a lot of people we miss and and wish they were here mm-hmm. and do you actively look for other people to join because you do have some that come in and out like you said or they move away or whatever do you think like I kind of want to add this person and like how does that work if you decide to bring somebody with you or that's a good question you have to ask yes you you do Mm -hmm. yeah you'll say I have this person but we'll have to see because we try to keep it just because we do host in each other's houses and some houses you know it's a little tighter squeeze or something like that we try to be mindful of that so we're not you know 18 people showing up at your house might be a little overwhelming to serve dinner right well and, and is that part of it do you do you have to host if you were in the group We've never explicitly said no, that. I, w- I lived uh, outside of Amarillo, and I didn't host for a long time. Um, but but I, you know, as long as you contribute. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's not I, like nobody ever said Karen, to me, yeah, right, she's no. not having us out at her house. No. no. Okay. But we did go out to Karen's. What happened with oh that? Oh, my goodness. We, we carpooled oh, out. This is when I had the old Honda Odyssey van because I was running kids everywhere. And, you were and so I said, just come to my house and we'll just carpool out. So we, there's four of us, I think, who went out together to Wilderado. <laughs> and uh, um, we were coming back. And, you know, on I-40, they set up like little, you know, 
searches for things. And I guess my gray Honda Odyssey looked a little dubious or something. <laughs> so we got pulled over because I was going the speed limit. And we get pulled over and the, the police officer's shining the light in our car. And, and there's Vivian, our, you know, our um, statesman of the group, holding a thing of brownies. And she's like, they're just brownies. <laughs> And we were all just so rattled by getting pulled over because we were just talking away in the van and and we all had like leftover potluck things and we're like, oh my goodness. It's just potluck. Yeah, it's potluck. It's a book club group. I know. I think we really threw that officer looking in to see four, you know, middle-aged women. Like, and their books. And, and their, their books. little notebooks. Oh, and yeah. yeah. And their <laughs> Were you thinking of John? Message? Yeah, oh John. my God! Just a few oh, uh, that was months hilarious. ago, yes. I sent out a text to a group text of women of the women that I talked about at book club about a certain. Oh, I was I was recommending um, the Crawdads book. Oh yeah, yeah where the Crawdads yeah, where the Crawdads sing, and so I sent out this group text using all the numbers I thought I had right. Well, we're all talking along, and we get this response. What did he say? Well, we had one member who was out with her husband and some friends at a place on Polk Street, and she was like, come on down, have a drink, you know? Yeah. And it ended up that one of our members yes. it wasn't her phone number right. anymore so we had a gentleman named john get into our conversation Hi, ladies. yeah <laughs> and he was very interested in getting together <laughs> for drinks or whatever yeah <laughs> and at first we thought because molly has a adult son named john and we're like is this john <laughs> so it was well, very he confusing says, he said hi i'm john who are you you know and yeah I, I think i said i'm karen because yeah. <laughs> you know, i thought it was the person who did whose phone we thought it was yeah so so on my phone him. i changed that number to john the creeper <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't joined in in a while though. yeah he no. tried he tried he to come he back tried. there for a little bit the he next want, day he sent he another did. text <laughs> he wanted to talk about the weather if i remember correctly <laughs> literally <laughs> what are the tips that you would give someone that's wanting to start a book club and why do you think it's lasted so long? Are there certain things that you think is this just a great group that got together and it all happened? Um, no, because we started one before. Remember that, Molly? Yeah, we I tried do. one before mm-hmm. and it just kind of fell apart. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the secret we, to they, us. They have to read books. They yeah. have yeah. to read books. Yeah. And they have to be able to discuss and collaborate well and. More than just opinions. I liked the main character. Yes. It has, you got to draw some conclusions or throw out some opinions or compare it to something else that's happening in the world today or those sorts of things. It's not that we don't have wine there, but it's not about the wine drinking. No, it's and that's not. what I hear a lot of times when people have book clubs. They drink wine. It's right. like an escape yeah. from their family. And this isn't it's oh, just no. something like, I mean, we're lifelong friends. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Always will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It enriches my life. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And tips, I think I think on tips, be free form. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the reasons it works. No one person's in charge. No one person has to have it at their house all the time. No one person has to recommend the books. Uh, you know, just go with the flow. Yeah, don't take it so seriously, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, we don't take it seriously. I mean, that's what's we so do crazy and we don't. about it. Right. Yeah. No, we do. But yeah. Yeah. Is that we're all so strong. Yeah. And opinionated, you know, but mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. There's a, re- yeah, it's, it's, 
I don't know. Last minute thoughts before we wrap up. Do you have anything that you want to add? Any hellos that you would like to say or... Would you like to petition for a book for next month? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? We need one. Well, we uh, should do a shout out to all the other bells. It was yes. it was hard deciding who yes. to ask to come and I could have asked any one of them to to help you along oh, definitely. with this podcast, but uh, but you know, I just drew straws basically. <laughs> and I don't start school until next week, so yeah. <laughs> I had some I time on my notes. Head. Yes. She wants to keep me in good grace. That's right. This will make the <laughs> scrapbook teasing. if we find it. Yeah. yeah. If we find it. Oh, yeah. We had a scrapbook. Somebody had put together a scrapbook. I didn't start it. Uh, Jessica did. Yes. But then I took it on. Mm-hmm. And for a couple of years, I had it. Mm-hmm. Remember the year Alex had us all do art projects? Altered art yeah. with Altered the books. Art. Altered yes. art with yeah. books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We did that. And, and there was some interesting yeah. altered art. Uh-huh. <laughs> But we've lost the scrapbook. We don't know what happened to it. So, so Bells, look in your house. See if you have a scrapbook <laughs> on a bookshelf. Right, 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 right. And how did we get the name Bells? Bell Canto. Bell Canto. I know, but yeah. why? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I really we don't. We love that book, We love the book. Mm-hmm. But there was just something. I think since we liked it, we started saying mm-hmm. Bell a lot. And when and did that come along? How long ago was that? I think that was a Christmas book before we did poetry, so it's an, it might have been. It's, yeah, it predates the poetry. It's at least a dozen years or so, mm-hmm. um, or more. We've been the bells. Well, you've inspired me. I kind of want to start my own. I'm worried that it won't be as successful as this, but anytime you can get together and talk about books with anybody, I think that's a win. So right, even if it's in a coffee shop, yeah. even at, I mean small yeah. groups, couple even of through people. a text, right? Yeah. <laughs> even, even through a text. text, yeah. Well, thank you all for being here. And uh, yeah, thanks for inspiring me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Check Me Out is recorded in the FM 90 studios on the Washington Street campus of Amarillo College. Special thanks to Scotty Vanderford, Colin Lutz, and Stevie Brashears, who designed our really cool logo. Also, a huge thanks to the Mag 7 for providing all of our music. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you may be listening.